Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking to returning podcast bride Celia Cusera about her Shades of Green wedding with a ceremony on Mangino's patio and a reception at the Magnolia Ballroom. As longtime listeners may recall, Celia was on the show right when the pandemic first started because her Shades of Green wedding had to be pushed back and she had a wonderful elopement that she shared with us. So today we are going to hear about how the wedding turned out. Welcome, Celia. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be back. (laughs) Thanks for coming back on the show. I cannot wait to hear how everything turned out after all of the plans we talked about last time. Mm -hmm. So first of all, for listeners who haven't heard that other show yet, how did you guys decide to have your wedding at Shades of Green? So my husband is in the military. He is in the Navy. And so that definitely had a big part to play. I always knew that I wanted to get married at Disney. I live in Tampa. It's close by. We actually originally looked at Disney fairy tale weddings as well and also looked at Shades of Green. And for the amount of money that we would have had to spend, Shades of Green was just a much more budget-friendly option for us to have more guests at a cheaper price than fairy tale Disney weddings. Got it. When was your wedding originally supposed to be and when did it end up being? So my original wedding was scheduled for March 28th of 2020. And then that obviously didn't happen because of COVID. And so my husband and I eloped on March 16th, 2020. And we rescheduled our Shades of Green wedding. And we just had it December 19th of 2020. Got it. Now, how did it work with friends and family? First of all, when they first heard you were getting at Shades of Green, and then later when they found out everything was being postponed and they would be traveling in December. So originally, everyone was really excited. You know, we had a a really fun weekend planned, and we were considering doing maybe a dessert party as well, going to the parks. Everyone was really excited. We had about 120 people on our original guest list. And then when COVID happened, and in response, the state of Florida limited gatherings to 50 people. And so Shades of Green also said 50 people is your limit. So we actually had to cut down our guest list a lot after we rescheduled the wedding. And we ended up having about 40 guests there. But there was a lot of last minute dropouts. You know, people said, oh, I can't travel because of the holidays nearby. I'm going to see older family members, grandparents, things like that. So we did have, we had 50 and then it, it was ended up being about 40 people total at the wedding. Okay, got it. Now, which venues did you choose and did they change between when you originally booked the wedding and when you actually had it? Yes, that's actually a great question. So originally we had been planned to have the ceremony outside at the gazebo, but actually it's been under construction for majority of 2020. 
And so that was not an option for us in December. So we actually had the ceremony out, still outside, but on Mangino's patio. And it was very lovely. Shades of Green provided a nice arbor with some draping on it. And then we provided flowers for that. And it was a pretty background. And then for the reception, we we kept that the same. That was always going to be the Magnolia Ballroom. And an interesting thing about that is, you know, with only 40 guests, we probably could have used maybe a quarter of the ballroom size, but we actually asked Shades of Green if we could use the whole ballroom to ensure social distancing for our guests, and they accommodated us. So we actually had the whole ballroom for only 40 people. Wow, that's great. So what kinds of social distancing requirements does Shades of Green have right now? So besides the guest count limit of 50 people, and that's including the bride and groom, they have a limit of like when you're seated at the reception, you can only have four people per table if they're not in the same household or family and up to 10 people at a table if they are living together, part of the same family. The tables were all very spread out. And of course, everyone had to be wearing a mask the entire time. Besides for John and I, the bride and groom, we did not have to wear a mask during the ceremony, but all of our bridesmaids and groomsmen did. Interesting. And did they have a limit on the number of bridesmaids and groomsmen who could stand at the altar? No, they didn't. Um, I actually had six bridesmaids and seven groomsmen. So there was a lot of people standing up there with us. Okay, great. So you were able to keep your masks off during the ceremony. Were you able to take pictures without masks? Yes, we were. So, you know, when we were getting ready with my bridesmaids, we weren't wearing masks because we were in our own hotel room. And then afterwards, if the photography was outside of Shades of Green, you didn't have to wear a mask. So for all of the, you know, formal portraits and family photos, we just took the mask off for the photo. And that was fine as because we did all of our portraits outside. Okay. But then things like when you walk down the aisle or you're doing your first dances, did you have to wear masks for those? No. Walking down the aisle myself and I was escorted by my mom and stepdad. None of us had to wear a mask. And when my mom and stepdad sat down at the ceremony, then they put on their mask. And then walking back out of the aisle, John and I, neither one of us wore a mask. And then for the first dance, I think we did wear, we did wear masks during the dancing and everything. Okay, interesting. With food service, do they are they doing like Disney where they are just taking drink orders and bringing them rather than having a bar? No, we had a regular bar. They did take away any kind of buffet meal, so that was originally what we had planned, but we actually ended up with a plated meal because of COVID. Huh, that's interesting. And then did they have restrictions on like what kinds of songs that the DJ could play like Disney does where it's like nothing that encourages a lot of shouting? <laughs> Actually, we had uh, all the songs that we wanted to play and our my our groomsmen were a rowdy bunch. And so some of them had to be told multiple times, hey, put your mask back on <laughs> or, okay. you know, so but they they didn't have any formal social distancing on the dance floor. It was kind of like the, the reception tables were definitely social distanced, but the dance floor was just whoever was there was dancing. Okay, interesting. And then did they prohibit touchable items like the guest book and favors and all those things? No, they didn't. We we had um, a non-traditional guest book where they signed their name on like a big wooden K for Kisera. 
and that was still there. And then we just had lollipops for favors. And so people just grabbed them on the way out. Okay, got it. Can you talk a little bit about which package you chose at Shades of Green and how you chose it? Sure. So we went with the platinum package. So originally we had, you know, like I said, 120 people. So we knew we couldn't go with the smallest package. And then when my husband and I were looking at the different packages, you know, we kind of wanted the upgraded food options. You know, we said, oh, well, we know we're going to stay at Shades of Green for the wedding. So if we could have the room included for a couple of nights, that would be great. And then it also comes with a couple's massage for free. And so that was actually such a nice touch the day before the wedding, kind of before the craziness started to have a couple's massage. That's wonderful. Did you hire your own wedding coordinator or just work with the coordinator on site? We just worked with the coordinator on site. I think it definitely would have been easier to hire a wedding planner, but it wasn't really in our budget and I'm pretty type A, so I just kind of planned everything myself. (laughs) Well, that's interesting. Do you have any tips for other Shades of Green brides and grooms? Because I know that people have kind of complained in the past that you don't get a lot of hand-holding there. Yeah, you really don't. I had to take the the brunt of like starting communication with Shades of Green, I think. So I was always emailing and calling them and, and they would respond, but it was more of me initiating things and then them responding to it. I see. Okay. Did you add any other events like a welcome party or a dessert party? We actually did have a wedding welcome party the night before the wedding. So this was after our rehearsal dinner. We had about 60 guests come to the Rodizio Grill. And the reason we had that was we actually had more guests there than at the wedding because they did not have a guest count limit at this restaurant. So we had a private room. Um, It was indoor-outdoor We had drinks and appetizers, and we actually played a PowerPoint that my sister-in-law made for us of like us growing up, and it was really sweet. Yeah, so we had some extra family coming in to town, even though they had to be cut from the wedding guest list because of the 50-person limit at Shades of Green. So we wanted to have an event where everybody could come. How did you handle that? Because I'd imagine it's pretty difficult to have to tell somebody that they're now uninvited. Yeah, that was probably the hardest part about COVID was cutting down our guest list and who can we have? We could each only have 25 people there. You know, I think a lot of people did understand and they said, you know, that's fine. We totally understand. We're happy for you. You know, we're there in spirit. But um, some people definitely were annoyed that they had already made travel plans or booked a timeshare and then had to cancel it or something. But we did have the wedding live streamed, so I think that was a nice touch for people that couldn't be there. So, for example, my dad and stepmom, they're pretty high risk for COVID um, because of their age group, and so they weren't able to travel down, but we were able to have them watch on the live stream, and then my dad phoned in for his the toast of Father of the Bride, so that was really nice during the um, reception as well. Oh, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Now, at the reception, do you have any menu items or cake flavors you can recommend? We did kind of like a surf and turf. So we did the plated dinner with salmon and steak. So everyone got the same thing. And I heard from a lot of guests that um, that combination was really good. I think I was too busy to honestly eat much food (laughs) during (laughs) the wedding. But um, as far as our cake, It's Tasty too provides all the cakes through Shades of Green. They did a wonderful job. I really recommend the lemon and guava. It was a guava filling, and it was really delicious. 
That's wonderful. Did you add any Disney touches or have a theme for your wedding? Yes, I think our theme was more kind of like Cinderella-esque, like a big kind of formal night. Our colors were Carolina blue, which is also the same blue as Cinderella's blue dress. And then we also had a lot of Disney music. So when my bridesmaids were walking down the aisle, we had a harpist play A Whole New World. When I walked down the aisle, I walked down to Beauty and the Beast. And then um, my father-daughter dance that I did with my stepdad and my father-in-law was You'll Be in My Heart from Tarzan. Oh. <laughs> Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day ran? Yeah, sure. I was up pretty early the day of the wedding. Um, I think our hair and makeup lady got there around eight o'clock in the morning. And so I had all my bridesmaids with me in the big bridal suite, which was a, a very nice room. If you're getting married at Shades of Green, I highly recommend staying there. So then about 1.30, the photographer and videographer came and they, you know, kind of took pictures of us girls getting ready and then went over to the boys where they were getting ready in a separate hotel room. And then we did some bridal party and groom's party portraits. And then four o'clock was our ceremony. So we actually had to move our ceremony time earlier in the day because in March, the days are much longer than in December. <laughs> so in order to get the good lighting, we had an early ceremony at 4 p.m. And then from 4.30 to 5.30, we did formal portraits with the family and then just John and I, my husband. And then 5.30 to 9.30 was the reception. And it was fun. You know, we had dinner and then dancing, toasts, everything like that, cake cutting, uh, bouquet toss, garter toss. And then we had a sparkler send-off around 9.30 p.m. Oh, that's fun. When you were planning, what were the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? So I think venue was definitely important for us. We wanted the best bang for our buck, and that's why I think we went with the Platinum Package. It offered us a lot of things. It felt like luxury staying at Shades of Green and having our wedding there. So that was our number one thing most important to us. Um, I think number two is probably photography. And we wanted someone that was really going to make us feel natural and give us beautiful, high-quality photos. And um, we actually worked with the same photographer for our engagement shoot back in 2019. So we already knew we, we loved them. And our photos, I think, are wonderful. And then I think the another thing would probably be our DJ. We wanted someone, you know, who was going to take into account all of our, you know, special requests and have fun and be a good MC and keep things on track. Our DJ actually worked with me behind the scenes to surprise serenade my husband during the reception. So I was part of an acapella group in college and I had some of the girls from my group come to the wedding. And originally it was supposed to be a big group of us, but since COVID, it was actually only two girls from my college acapella group. And so the three of us sang a song to John. He was completely surprised and it was a hit. It was probably one of my favorite moments from the wedding. So it was really fun. And our DJ worked with us to get the karaoke track and the mics and everything set up so that we could sing to him. That's fantastic. Who was your DJ? It was DJ Chuck Johnson. He's wonderful. <laughs> now, what aspects of planning were less important where you saved your money or your effort? 
I would say less important would probably be things like flowers. Um, you know, we, we definitely wanted to have flowers, but it wasn't of utmost importance to us. I think also the cake because and the food because it was part of the Shades of Green package. You know, it was one less thing for me to really think about, oh, who do I want to cater this wedding or where do I want to get my cake from? It was just included. So it was less stress for me. Awesome. What ended up being your favorite memory of the day? That's a tough question. I think it would probably be, like I said, singing to John, my husband, and surprising him with a song was really special. I also think one of my other favorite moments was actually I did a first look with my bridesmaids. And I think that's kind of a unique thing to do. Um, John and I didn't want to do a first look. We wanted it to be when I walked down the aisle, but I did like surprise all my bridesmaids with my dress and they were all really happy to see me. And we got some great pictures of that. <laughs> did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Nothing really went terribly wrong. There was one thing that I was a little bit annoyed about, and that was we had actually gotten personalized masks for all of our wedding guests. So we bought 50 masks and they said the date and, you know, Celia and John on them. And I remember my mom, um, you know, we, we took aside some masks for the bridal party, but my mom handed the stack of masks to the wedding coordinators at Shades of Green and I don't know what happened to them. They they went missing. Just uh, I, I have no idea. None of the other guests besides the people in the bridal party actually got those masks. So that was just a little annoying that nobody ever found them. And I am not sure what happened to them. Hmm. Now, was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be? I think I was worried about having a smaller wedding. You know, I had this picture in my head of over 100 people all, you know, partying together. And then with COVID, that just wasn't happening. And so I was worried about how it would feel with the COVID precautions and masks. And would people have fun still? Would it still feel like a real wedding? And the answer is yes, it de it definitely did. You know, I don't think it was like a hindrance to the fun or the love and I'm glad that everybody was there that could be there. So I actually liked having a smaller wedding. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I can't think of anything. <laughs> That's great. Do you have any tips or advice for couples who are considering shades of green or maybe they're trying to decide if they should postpone their wedding or maybe elope now and get married later? Any advice about that kind of thing? I would say specifically for shades of green, don't be afraid to ask for what you want. So for example, because of COVID, we wanted to move our rehearsal dinner outdoors and they actually did that for us. You know, we just emailed our wedding coordinator and said, hey, we would feel more comfortable if these 20 people were eating outdoors at different tables instead of inside in one room. Can you make that happen? And they said, sure. And we actually ate outside at Mangino's patio right where the, the wedding ceremony was. And it was wonderful. And I think in general for COVID and should I get married, should I postpone, et cetera, et cetera. I would say, you know, don't don't wait. I, I'm so happy that my husband and I eloped and then, you know, kind of waited a little bit to have our bigger day. It was it was perfect. Even if it was 40 people, it was perfect. That's wonderful advice. Well, Celia, I think you've offered a lot of great advice for anyone who's interested in getting married at Shades of Green or Walt Disney World. And I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much for having me, Carrie.
That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.